This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Enriching Relationships in a Torah Home. It has been a while, and I'm excited to be back on with you all, posting a new podcast every other week in Hashem. Here in the Chicago community, we are shaken by the tragic loss of a young father who was killed in a car accident last week, leaving behind a wife and five children. Many are grappling with this trauma and particularly are grappling with how to help children deal with this devastating circumstance. Let us address this topic briefly to empower those who need to support their children through shock and grieving as we sadly have many such circumstances these days. This is just a snippet of information on a heavy topic, and we can address it more in the future if I'm given feedback to do so. (laughs) Firstly, it's important to recognize that when addressing grief from a clinical and psycho-emotional standpoint, we treat grief as a manifestation of trauma and we apply many of the principles of trauma to one who is grieving. In the case of a sudden loss, particularly when it involves something frightening like a car accident, it's understandable that the brain is shocked and needs time to process the news. Processing traumatic events look different on different people. When people are in danger... Depending on their personality, their life experiences, their age, their emotional makeup, they will react generally in one of three ways, fight, flight, or freeze. Fight means attacking back, trying to be brave and big and tough. A child reacting to trauma this way might be more violent, aggressive, or verbally tough than usual. For some people, this is the way they react and process pain, by trying to be bigger and stronger than the pain. The second reaction is flight, meaning running away from the fear, avoidance, denial, withdrawing, getting quiet, not wanting to speak or share. A child reacting to trauma this way may get more introverted, sullen, and want to avoid the topic, maybe even leaving the room if the topic is being discussed. The third reaction to trauma is freeze. This is when a person seems to get stuck. They're frozen in fear. They can't move or react. A child reacting this way may appear as if they cannot think or function normally in daily tasks, having a hard time moving forward. It's important to recognize that all of these three reactions to trauma are common, and an adult or a child should not be forced to react differently than he naturally reacts. Don't force an avoidant child to speak, or don't reprimand a frozen child to get over it. Let people be who they are, validate their feelings, and be present for them. Send the message across, I am here if you want to talk, I am here if you want to hug, I am here if you have a question, and then give the children space to be themselves. 
Children may also have many questions and fears that ebb and flow as the days go on and processing continues. While there is no one-size-fits-all response to how to answer these questions, here are some themes to consider, and then you can each adapt these themes to you and your specific child. Remember, firstly, that your child picks up energy and emotions from you, and 50% of how your child will react to learn and cope with loss and fear depends on how their parents learn to cope with loss and fear. Therefore, please give yourself time to explore and digest these ideas so that you can convey them better to your children. At the core of coping with tragedy is rock-solid emuna, faith that Hashem runs the world with infinite wisdom that humans cannot understand in this world, but that is ultimately for the good. How could Hashem let this happen is a very good question that does not have a very good answer. We want to respond with clear, confident emuna. Some examples. We don't understand why Hashem does things. That's not a question that can be answered by people. Or, I wish I knew the answer to that question, but I do know that everything Hashem does is good even if it's painful. Sometimes it can be helpful to remind a child of a different time that something devastated happened to him or to you or to someone that you know that you later realized was part of a positive picture in the end. Ultimately, accepting that we don't always understand things, but that we trust that Hashem knows what He is doing, is one of the biggest foundations of Judaism, and it needs to be reaffirmed within ourselves and conveyed to our children on a constant basis in various ways. Children who are worried that this can happen to their parents Again, we respond with a foundation of emuna. First, reassure the child these things do not happen often. But more importantly, whatever Hashem does is with a plan that ultimately benefits the people. It's scary and tragic, but somehow, as part of Hashem's plan for the world, this had to happen. Remind a child, nothing will happen to your parents unless Hashem knows that it's good for them and good for you. An older child may be able to explore the idea that people often become better through challenges. There are many examples in many families of people who suffered and emerged stronger and higher quality at the end of the tunnel. Another theme that children may grapple with is how the family will manage. Again, remind yourself and remind your children that Hashem sends the refuah lefnei maka, the cure before the blow. The family has friends, relatives, community members, and their own inner resources. They will draw on this support and they will live meaningful lives in Mertz Hashem. People will take care of them. They will get used to their new reality. People are adaptable and can get used to almost anything, even if it is sad and difficult. 
Remember again, my friends, that many of these topics are hard for us to digest and truly own. We have to allow ourselves to get chizuk, maybe by reading books of Emuna. The book Living Emuna by David Ashir is fantastic. This author also has a daily call-in for a five-minute Emuna boost each day. Speak to friends who are inspiring. Call a mentor for inspiration. Strengthen yourself so that you can be strong for your children. Hatzlacha with applying these principles. And may we all share Besuros Tovos, good news, very soon.